right, everybody, it's episode 432, 431, to say it correctly. <laughs> I'm, the host, I'm the host of Fans of Patrol, my name is Montego. Welcome, everybody, man. Welcome to the greatest podcast on the planet. You are hmm. privileged. There we go. So. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> With me. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but I, I'm glad you're all here. Oh, I would say that. And you're listening to oh. the, the smooth sounds of Ms. Tiffobot. How yes. are you this week, Tiff? So far, so good. It's, you know, yeah. been a strange one, I think. How yeah, about yeah. yourself? Oh, shoot. It's been a shitty week, but I'm feeling good because I'm here with the people, man. And I got yeah. a good movie to talk about. I think I think we're all on the same page, but we need to talk about uh, Spider-Man across, across the, the Spider-Verse. Spider exactly. Yes. You know, it's kind of funny because they're already talking about the next movie and this thing coming out. And like, I'm sure so I'm hearing like a third title and they're like, what the hell is that? So any yeah, anyway, and then, like, you know, these titles get long and then your brain is like, I'm sorry, I have to remember 17 different exactly. things. Spider-Man. You know, I say Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. Humping the Spider-Verse. You know? oh, <laughs> to get goodness, to that that's the Pornhub version. <laughs> God damn. Hopefully don't act not. like it doesn't already exist. Don't Please look no. at that, kid. Don't Google it, kids. <laughs> I know. Please, no. God, no. Yeah, okay. If you're an adult, go ahead. Do whatever you want. I can't stop you. So we got some shit, man. Honestly, you know, E3 is dead, as any real fan who listens to the show knows. And, um, it's a, you know, yeah, it was a bitter more. pill. E3 started out so dope to me in my younger years well, and stuff. And then it, it just changed out, so bad. Do you remember... Yeah. And it started out like being a little bit more just like industry inside. They didn't really even give a shit. I feel like about people who were outside of it. We were benefits of an industry inside thing. Should have kept it that way. Um, yeah. And you could only watch it on like G four. Yeah, which was back in back well, in the first, day. Which G does at G, first does it G4 was Spike. Exist? At first it was Spike. Spike, you're right. Then it turned to G four. G four is a YouTube channel now, and they're struggling. But you know. Well, that I mean, like I think everybody who has transitioned into a new form of media sometimes does a little bit of struggle because they had all those shows on yeah and i would say that g4 had some shows that while they were quite in my opinion annoying a little bit ahead of their time they were more like kind of like pre-youtube they were ready for streaming youtube for yeah, sure but then now but now but in the interim between switching over into that kind of area they've lost that Whatever that sparkle was, do you know that what I mean? That je ne quoi. That's yeah, that je ne sais quoi is now je ne sais gone. Yeah. <laughs> so to continue, what I'm talking about, y'all, is that we're going to, so seemingly, possibly, moving up the ladder to replace uh, E3, maybe the Summer Game Fest, and that's put on by some um, journalists or something. So we're going to talk about that, right? And that's a bunch of games, you know, previewing the goodies. So it's right up our alley, man, you know, because we love games. Also, man, uh, because we're back into this, the, the tight draws with the jock straps and the booty cheeks up and, you know, chafing, <laughs> chafing so hard. <laughs> we are, we're doing, we're doing a, another uh, Who Played It Best, man. And uh, I love this, this, uh, this, this uh, section. And so in this section, we, you know, with these movies, you know, you got Superman, how many people play Superman? So we're doing that. And it won't be with the main uh, actor to be with the other actors. Cause we did the main actor before. And right. So, so we, it's Spider-Man related. Focus. Yes. So we're doing that. And that's going to be a bunch of fun. Y'all It's the funnest time for me on the show. And at the, like I said, at the top of the key, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, we're doing that. We went to the show. We're prepared. We're ready. 
Tifflebot, are you ready to get it on? Yeah, I had a McDonald's breakfast sandwich while I watched Across the Spider-Verse. So happy for the free endorsement. So I am... <laughs> oh, yeah, McDonald's has really given a sh- two shits about this. But I had a fine time having that breakfast sandwich while I watched the movie. So, yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Let's get it started. <laughs> All right, man, we are back, and it's time to shout out all that social media R. Tifflebot, could you tell the people that they're on the wrong system right now? They could be watching us on YouTube or doing something else. Could you tell them other places they can they can get our signal? Yeah, so for everything Fans of Patrol, hit us up on our social media, which is at Fans of Patrol on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You check out our TikTok, Fans of Patrol Zero. Watch us on YouTube if that's your thing, which you might be doing right now. Uh, and then listen on your favorite listening platform, which if you are not listening on your favorite listening platform, let us know what that is, and we will try to get on there for you. Indeed. I was looking at the the, 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 the mothership for our podcast, and it was some shit on there. I, I was like, what is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, like, podcasts. And there's also, like, a lot of podcast hosting um, apps that, like, I think are private. Not, like two people yeah, yeah. but like they host their own stuff of course they wouldn't host something that wasn't produced by that company yeah yeah i've you know seen I mean? our but, shit on but, places and i'm like what the fuck yeah, people, people are asking for it but if you don't see it let us know yeah, indeed so man let's get into it so All man right. why don't you tell us a little bit about this summer game festive okay so it is run by a uh video game journalist his name's uh jeff neely or i'm sorry jeff keely uh and I think it's only been going for a couple of years now, but it I think it's designed as a way to obviously replace, as we talked about earlier, uh, the loss of things like E3, where there wasn't... I mean, we still have, like, PlayStation does their own thing, Xbox does their own thing, um, but we want to see something that covers all of those things, especially, I would think... Tiff, he struck that, with the irons with hot. God damn it, he gonna yeah, make some he money. <laughs> He's gonna... I think that that's a really good... We talk, you know, the thing is, is that it's an established working... Yes uh idea it's a void but he yeah and there's a void <laughs> so he's also going to get the benefit he's going to get the benefit of having it proved have already have been successful have mm-hmm. done correctly yep and then also the benefit of being like oh we're just new at this do you know what i mean yeah so we can f up about all of- five six years <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah so you're like oh it's uh it's like when you're at work and you like you've been at work for two years but someone is like oh blah blah, blah like a customer and you go oh i'm new yeah, even yeah. though you <laughs> you're not new um <laughs> So (laughs) it's pretty exciting because I think even in the best interest of all of the independent consoles um, and companies, like whether you're into PlayStation or Xbox or Nintendo, okay, or computer, which is, man, the computer people... Yeah, God a, bless them. They get everything. It's a, it's a, yeah, that's, a, that's a different animal. That's a, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a different, animal. and that's a different kind of gaming. And yeah, like, for sure, it's, uh, it's a lot of stuff that you have to you have to have a nice computer, like a really nice computer, usually. Uh, but you would think, in my opinion, as somebody who like, if I owned a company, yeah, Tiffany, Tiffany Games, all right, I wouldn't want like even if my Tiffany, even if Tiffany Games was akin to like an Xbox, mm-hmm. and the idea might be that I'm competing against PlayStation. I would want a show where all of the stuff was shown, including PlayStation, because what I want is somebody who's playing PlayStation to see my Xbox stuff yeah, yeah. and say, oh, I want to get an Xbox because I want to play that. That's, that's a great Whereas, point. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whereas now they're all like, well, why would, why would I as PlayStation care about what somebody who owns an Xbox thinks? Well, because you want them to buy a PlayStation, I assume. Yeah. You know, the magic in the world of clicks pay for clicks, right? The yeah. uh, natural aggregate of just, you know, the natural draw to that happens that they hope happens, but doesn't happen so often. It's still real, man. Yeah, obviously, I've almost bought a PlayStation like twenty times. You know, you know, like, <laughs> uh, man, uh, uh, almost, almost. It had never worked, but it's gotten really close a bunch of times that I was like, you know, if they didn't cost so damn much, if it was back in the day, that's the thing. They're quite expensive when they were like a so hundred bucks or something. You're like, oh shit, I'll. But even get them then, all. the cost was always kind of like comparative to like how much people were making at that time. Yeah, now they're like, like damn near. They've always been kind of expensive. They're but, ridiculous um, now. Yeah. Yeah, they're crazy now. But uh, when I worked for gamers, mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't believe this. Um, always been playing on PlayStation my whole life because my brother was into it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I wanted to play a game that was on Xbox th 360. Yeah. But I couldn't afford to buy one. Yeah. Because uh, I just was, I was like working at a really shitty retail job. Yeah, I just yeah. happened to sell games. But my comp we worked so hard my little store there was a contest in within the company which was a small shitty company where like if your store did a certain i think sold a certain amount within a month yeah you would win like a certain amount of money in store credit yeah everyone in your store would get some store credit well it was actually kind of shitty because they were like it was five thousand dollars i think and it was up to the manager Ooh. how the money got uh distributed i'm gonna put so it back in the store yeah they could keep it all for themselves assholes or spread it out but my boss was really kind and i was assistant manager so he kind of did a tier system where he gave himself the most which i agree with because he was always there and always doing work mm -hmm. but then he gave his assistant managers the next am amount and then everyone else got some. Everybody got some, which was nice. But I got enough to buy a used Xbox 360. All right. Just so, and the only game I think that's maybe ever been played. That's not true. I played Left 4 Dead on that, which is great. But I, I bought that to play Tales of Vesperia, and I played it, and it was fantastic. Basically free. Free. Never heard of it. So, well, you know. Speaking of shit nerds. that we never heard of, <laughs> let's talk about some of these titles that they didn't drop off uh, here. And let's okay. see if we're interested in any of these things. But before I go down this list... The other day, they they so if you're not familiar, EA has had these exclusive right to Star Wars for about fifteen, maybe plus years, right? And you know they've been really slow releasing content, so much so that Star Wars fans has been upset for the longest. You know, I mean, literally hasn't you know they literally just wasted their that exclusivity by just dropping a game here, a game here, and not just like going balls out on something that just got, got a guaranteed buy for it. So it's open now, and they still can make games, but everybody can make games. So Ubisoft wasn't playing. They, they've been working on their shit. They saw that contract <laughs> about to go. So Ubisoft, They were like, like eyes of the prize, eyes of the exactly. prize. Exactly. So they, they debuted a Star Wars video game. I think it's called, it's about scoundrels and shit, you know, like people with no powers, just, just regular lady. And uh, Han Solo-ish. And it's our first open world Star Wars game. And they, they, they did a trailer, you know, with the cinematics on like one day. The next day they did actual, an actual playthrough. And it's dope, y'all. <laughs> it's dope. I know that really is like into you. I don't know why you, an open world Star Wars games seems like the most logical thing to me. Hell yeah. I mean, it because took y'all this long. that's like. 
kind of like the ethos of Star Wars would be to not be restricted Free by like, Rome. Any, yeah. And you know, like those, like a lot of games, and I'm not sure, I've never played a Star Wars game, so I'm not sure, but like um, a lot of games will tunnel you. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you have to do yeah. X, Y, and Z within this area, and you can't move out of that area, uh, even if you wanted to, but until you complete tasks or certain things, but like open world, like a Skyrim. Yeah. Stuff like that, where you are, you can complete that shit in any yeah, uh, any way you want to. Slow way fast, you want to side missions, not direct missions. Yeah, right. Exactly. You might not even do the side missions. There's like, and then you get to see this like rich kind of other people's experiences where they're like, "Hey, I went to this fucking town and I talked to this guy, and he told me that if you do X, Y, and Z, you get this golden horse or some shit like that." Yeah. And then you get to like do those weird things, and I think that's really great. Yeah. So it was it was dope, y'all. So let's let's look at some of these things. So I'm not a All Final right. Fantasy fan. What about you? I love Final Fantasy. This is the Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, I don't know what you would call it, like a remake, reboot situation, because it's the story from Final Fantasy Seven is similar but a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I know it has so a huge second... base. I just I don't, I don't play PlayStation. I never got, I never got <laughs> I into played it. Original Final Fantasy, and when I I've seen this one be played, and I'm not like. I liked it. I think it looked great. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the second installment of mm -hmm. that. Uh, I might play it. It seems like it'd be pretty fun. And I, as long as you like kind of close off your mind yeah. from thinking about uh, this is the way it used to be. Yeah. Then I think that you, I like, I'm okay with a game that's introducing new things to an old property, as long as it's done well. And with the intent of making it good or better. Um, however, mm -hmm. final fantasy, the original final fantasy seven, the original will always hold a special place in my heart because it's just something that like probably was like the first game that really got me into like that kind of gaming where you're playing like an 80 plus hour game. Well, you, you're a Final Fantasy fan because you fuckers can go on forever about this game. <laughs> so it's like I have 175 hours and nothing to do with it. <laughs> so but the trailer looks great. It looks like more of the same from the first game. So that's good. Yeah, I'm just not into it. So yeah. the last time I almost bought a PlayStation was for this Spider-Man game, and now they're coming out with Spider-Man oh, Two. Spider-Man Two. And I almost I don't know bought it. Almost bought it. Too. I almost <laughs> bought it. Maybe this time. Maybe this time. But the thing uh, about Xbox was so video. expensive. So I, I was like, "Fuck, I'm not doing damn near two grand <laughs> goddamn games." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but go ahead. Wait, I'm sorry. Jeremy. I don't know who said. I don't know who said it. I don't know if it was on this Summerfest or some other video, but someone said there's two Spider-Man on the. It, and it was somebody from the company that was like, "There's two Spider-Man because it's uh, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I didn't nearly die because it's such a sick. You know who that was? Very obvious. That was that was Smith from accounting. He's back. <laughs> He's back. He's back. They, they sent him on the stage. It's a low. You know, it's the early days. They're not going to send out the CEO. Uh, and he was like, "There's two because it's two. And everyone was like. Smith from accounting, yes. <laughs> with a little, with a little smile, with a ding when he smiled. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's just like so excited to be there. You, yeah. you pick up his excitement. Yeah, I, um, I would, I would really like to play that game. I haven't played the first one. I was jealous. You know, they had all those exclusives, <laughs> but I can't afford two of these damn things. I mean, I could. Yeah, you already got one. But it's, it's just. But you have to really. There have to be like a maybe ten games that yeah, you want to play. It's just like sitting there with like. Oh, never mind. Let, let me stop whining. So you're getting upset. Yeah. Uh, did you do you enjoy Prince of Persia? I used to love that game. I used to love mm -hmm. you know the every since it was like a almost damn near 2D, and then when it went to like a 3D, the last time it came out, I bought that game. 
I think it was the Sands of Time that was the last one. Yeah, that sounds correct. And I love that game with, you know, with the with the f ups, and then all of a sudden you press the button and whoop 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 whoop, whoop and you get another chance to jump again and whoop 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 whoop. whoop. But it's kind of funny because this game is kind of it's different, but it's kind of keeping that cartoony look about it, which sure. I don't know how I feel about. You know, it's like. I, they were always like cartoony, the the Prince of Persia games. They were never like, this looks serious, like real. So I can understand them true. doing that. But I don't know if I would want to do that. But uh, I am tempted. You know, I'm in, I am tempted. <laughs> I could. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I For would, sure. but what I about might. you? What about you? Um, I never played a Prince of Persia game. I am really bad um, at games where you have to move quickly. Yeah. Um. And, and control two sticks. Yeah. So shooters or adventure games where you have to be pretty precise with like. That's my bread and butter tip about. <laughs> I know. We're very different. That's why I'm like an 80 plus hour game slow grinder. And you oh, I do are a quick I do adventurer. Those. No, I do yeah, those. I think that I think you can go backwards. You can definitely be like a high speed yeah. shooter slash adventure gamer yeah. and go back to like a grinder. Because that, I'm not going to lie, it's a little easier. It's like harder on your. I'm a like stamina. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but like easier, it's easy. No, but I've been grinding out to Assassin's Creed and like, uh, what was that damn game that had the shepherd in it? You know, that space game, that Mass Effect, oh, all yes. of those, Mass you know. But here's the thing. I think that the Prince of Persia stuff lost a lot of luster when Assassin's Creed came out because there hasn't been yeah, one of those since because it's kind of... Kind of the same. Assassin's Creed took a new, to another level. Like we are death warriors, and you're like, "Oh, they death warriors! This is beautiful." And you like, know? even like watching the Prince of Persia, when you like, people would get suspicious of you because you've done something, like you've pickpocketed, yeah. or, and then you'd have to like, kind of like, put your thing mm. down and like, kind of blend. Oh, in. Assassin's Creed like stole the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> they stole the whole to, like, thing. <laughs> close yourself. Yes. Um. So, I mean, that's pretty exciting. I don't mind. I've traditionally not minded a change in animation style, but there's been a few franchises where um, the animation has changed so drastically that I was like, oh, I don't, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I see this. Uh, we got like a Mortal Kombat uh, re-release, like not re-release, but yeah, what updated. Is, is that updated what that version. is? Yeah. And I, don't, I believe so. You know, I, I, that, I got to really be a fan of shit like that to get buy into that. Like Mass Effects yeah. did it, and I was like, "Yes, take all my cash," you know. <laughs> but the last Mortal Kombat I played was Eleven, and it was effing phenomenal. I had a great time playing it. So if they were like doing that, continuing that, I would be all in. But sure. you know, doing this, I think I don't care. I, I honestly, so I like care. you know, they're doing in in the way that in the newer Mortal Kombat's, you know, they do that slow. Uh, what do you want to say? It's slow-mo and they show you the inside. Yeah. 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 Like they'll show you like the, like the neck cracking off and yeah, the right, heart right, exploding right, and right. stuff like that. So I think like, I mean, obviously in the old Mortal Kombat game, it was very, it's crazy to think that Mortal Kombat was one of the games that they were like, we have to start making sure that kids aren't playing video games because it's so violent. Yeah. And like maybe like the worst thing that happened. And I mean, like there was a lot of blood, but maybe the worst thing that happened in the old ones, they rip your, head off and the spine comes out yeah and in this and these fucking new ones that that there's shit in there that'll scar you for life like, yeah yeah <laughs> watch those final for, <laughs> final Mortal, kills or Mortal Kombat one came out with you know pretty much saying an f you to all the white ringers that was like 
the senators and shit that was like having all those like banned video games. Like it was like right around that time, and then it was like, hey, watch this. Nah, that was. <laughs> it was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm gonna make him punch him so hard his skull's gonna fly exactly. out. Exactly. It was a and big like, fu. Oh my god. Yeah, to that whole movement. <laughs> I don't know if we want to jump around to some of the ones because we a love lot of games. some of these like Fortnite. I don't care about. I don't care. Sonic Superstars. Fine. I will say this about fan. Alan Wake too. I always wanted yeah. to play Alan's Wake. Alan Wake never got around to it. It's a 360 game, and I could play it now. But every time I'm like, yeah, and I was, oh, they're doing a two. You know, that's the flashlight thingy. I, I yeah, just, yeah. It makes me wonder how it holds up in this day. Go and age. back. Yeah. Well, I've seen like I've never played Alan Wake, but I've watched some playthroughs, and I think watching it, it's still very scary. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anything in the dark, Tiff? You like? Whoa, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. And they're like, you have, you have. A flashlight and you have to fucking find batteries good luck bitch yeah yeah and, and it's getting weaker and weaker and you're like oh, and you're like this is not fair batteries. oh jesus and you have to like there's like well there's a creepy cabin up ahead go on in there find yeah, some because that's where that's where i really want to go because the batteries is look, yeah you're, throw you're that like, flashlight oh. away let your eyes adjust and run like hell that's <laughs> and the worst part about some of those games where you have to like there's a lot of games where you have to find batteries to power your light source and the worst part about some of those games is like okay now i'm like there might be a cabin and you're like there's gotta be batteries in there yeah. and you go in no fucking batteries yeah death and then you're and then you're walking <laughs> along the path and there's like an old uh, face hugger in there. like uh yeah there's just a monster and then you're walking along the path and there's like an old uh like a first aid box posted on like because you're in the like a yeah. national park and you're like there are fucking batteries in here why yeah yeah but they're not all the way they only got 30 percent. you know what i'm saying oh, good so luck. good luck bitch you gotta cross this bridge now so um i got a question tiff yeah i love star trek yeah why do you keep making games <laughs> why can't they make a game where you play an adventure style game as the characters from star trek i don't why know why they, they always try to make them so it's so always a strategy cerebral, game right? i don't want that right i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get in my klingon ship no and no. try to take over no i want to I want to be the captain saying I'm going to be some ass and then I'll be back to drive this ship to the next place where I'm going to be some ass. You save the planet. You meet some aliens. That's our prime directive, meeting new people. Star Trek has never gotten a tiff. These games are always like... Dear dear people making Star Trek games. You fucking stop. (laughs) Just stop. Please do something better. We want to play a game where... We uh, know you you better than this. They don't know. That's why they keep doing it. Um, Now, did you see this trailer for John Carpenter's Toxic Commando? Yeah. And so they have like music that, you know, what is it? Shot through the heart. Yeah. But it's not Bon Jovi. This is somebody else playing it. It's like a different version. Yeah. Yeah. And then like once the action started, it just looked like any other zombie game to me. You know, I think it looks great. Okay, well, I hope you're right. You know, but my problem is, is I won't be playing it. Yeah, because you don't do because, shit like because this. I love a zombie game. I love Left for Dead. Um, Left for Dead. I but, think the last zombie movie, the zombie game I played was was it Dead Rising or was it Left for Dead? It's the one where you make shit real quick, and yeah, it was scary as hell. It scared the shit out of me. It was like uh, Left for Dead of like, is, <gasps> is a four people player game. 
No, up to four people. Oh, I think it was Dead people. Rising or something like that. It was an old that makes Xbox sense. Like game. He was grabbing some old, yeah. Yeah, and it was scary as shit. And it was back when they had, uh, you remember that thing, that sensor they used to have, you know, on top of the TV with the camera and the sensor when you supposed to, it's back when you, they would Oh, get, was that, uh, like a remote, like what, what was that called? Yeah, uh, I can't X, remember, Project right? X? Right, it was like some goofy thing, right? And um, the if you made noise while you was playing a game, it would alert the zombies. So and I didn't know that shit. Oh my so God. my no. wife and kids would come downstairs like daddy, daddy. Like, they were little kids, and all of a sudden the zombies would be like, ah! And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was cool. I was cool. I didn't make a move. You know, so yeah, it was weird shit. It was, and when I finally realized that, I used to be like, I'd be in my living room like, like Scooby and Shaggy sneaking through the scene. Like, please don't say anything. Because because if, if, if they heard a sound, they would react, and it would come from the direction where the sound came from. So that was some That's cool shit. That's pretty great, actually. That was some cool shit. I, it really was. Yeah. I can't remember My the name is... of that camera they had on top of your TV. Yeah, it had, there was like, there was, there was the one had like a kid's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I cannot like remember. Sammy. It. it was something. Or something like that. It started out as the Xbox Natal. And they changed the name from Natal. Yes, and they kept changing to it. To something to, to where it came out. But it was, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and none of those were really successful, so. No, I, but they came with both of the game. I mean, with the system, so yeah, I had Yeah, you got them. it. Why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, what else What else tickles your fancy on this list? Um, I think that most of the stuff after that, uh, I mean, like, if you're into Lord of the Rings, there's going to be a Lord of the Rings it game. It didn't look I, that I played great, some, They've been pretty fun. But it didn't it look didn't. that great. I was like, this looks pretty, it looks cell phone-ish to me, you know, so. Yeah, and I saw that they had shown, um, video game adjacent stuff, which is they were showing that that Twisted Metal is going to premiere. On yeah, TikTok. I was like, what the hell is it? I was like, this is a movie trailer, god damn it. You know? Well, it's not a movie trailer, it's just a show. It's a yeah, show. Yeah, it's a show. It's a show trailer. So, so uh, with is that Anthony Mackie? Yeah, he's the star. And, and here's the deal. He was like literally attached to that property about 10 years ago. It's like 10 he years ago. Like it. He must like it. It was 10 really years like ago it. I heard that he was going to be in Twisted Metal and you know, people were like, Twisted Metal? Yeah, we still like it. But that was like 10 years ago, and that was like Twisted Metal. I'm going to watch the goddamn show. I know I am. I will probably watch it, too, because I am curious to curious. know how they are going to make a show that's ostensibly uh, like a car fight game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Into yeah. a actual viable television Well, property, if you watch the like trailer, NBC. did you watch the trailer? It, it was... Yeah, yeah. They're in a casino. They're outside of the car. And he's the dude's talking shit like, ah, blah, blah, blah. Wow, you're just like, and then okay, I will say I was charmed. Okay, <laughs> when they sang the thong song together. Oh, I didn't even see that part. I think I cut that's it off. The, that, that's at the end. They they sing. Uh, he sings a little bit of Cisco's John, thong John, song, John, and then John, Anthony Mackie does too. What? He's like, what? jumps like a truck, truck, truck. Do it again. She got what? Let me see that thong. Let me see your booty go. Let me see your booty go. I love to see your booty go. I love it. Let me go. I love it. Do you remember? There's like that question where they're like, if someone put a gun to your head and made you sing every lyric to a song and you couldn't miss one lyric. I wouldn't do that song. I might give it. I might be able to do that song. I'll probably do something like Double Dutch Bus. I remember that shit. But you know what's funny about the thong song? Way off topic, but F it. You're like, we're having fun. That's okay. People want to know how we feel yeah. about so check Cisco's this out. thong song. So Cisco made like millions and millions. of. It was his biggest hit ever, right? It, yeah. money, money was rolling in. But because he had that one 
part of the song that said, because um, she was living in the Viga Loca, she had jumps in her trunk. <gasps> yes. He got in trouble? Yes, because when they wrote the song, the producers was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Have you talked to, uh, what was that guy's name? Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. He's like, yeah, yeah, I talked to Ricky Martin's people. Everything is cool. And so they went out with it. Ricky Martin's people found out about it. Guess what happened? Everything, everything, every dime that song made went to Ricky Martin. He didn't make shit off a thong song. And that song was like multi-platinum stuff. And so he made nothing. And so I saw an interview with him. He was just, he said, I can't do nothing but laugh about it at this point. All he had to do was get permission before we released the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's really, and the thing about it is, is that like, okay, so we all remember um, the under pressure slash um the vanilla ice ice baby <laughs> right right uh catastrophe where he's like that their song goes bum 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 and mine goes which is like the whole thing it's the whole song and the thong song it's a mention it was a mention he but but he did he did the same cadence and oh fuck and that's it, a rough spot so he made no money off that song at all goes to Ricky Martin all of it I bet he I bet he would have gotten permission for it I mean they would have had to pay royalties if he did it ahead of time but he lost everything because of that one thing you know I was like wow 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 so well I think that's a good point to end on because the rest of these games are that is a good point Tiffo but I'm with you there's some pretty interesting indie games on here but the rest of them are probably stuff that you don't really we are of one spirit or or fodder we are together on this. We have made it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so you. we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come right back because it is time for my favorite time of the show, right in the middle. And uh we're gonna do our thing. I like the middle. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds porno for some reason. <laughs> anyway. I'm I'm here to ruin everything that is pure. <laughs> By just saying it a certain way. Mission accomplished. (laughs) So we're going to take a break and we're going to be right back. All right, man. We are back. (laughs) Moving forward. Yeah, we're still tripping on the thong song, y'all. So we're having a good time over here. Can't get over it. (laughs) Right. I almost started playing it myself. You know, as soon as as we're off this podcast, the first thing I'm going to do is turn that on. And dance around my living room. My favorite part of that song is when we go, yeah. I'm like, ah. Anyway. And if you ever watch the video, here's this dude running around on these ladies' booties and stuff like like, like Michael Jackson. You know, like, it's oh, like his so ha- silly. his hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, silver hair. Oh, I used to love him. Look, our younger viewers oh. is like, who the hell? Just look up Cisco I know. Thong They're song. like, excuse yeah, I know. me? I know. And they're like, Google it. That you can Google uh, and you should be right, Googling. Right, 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 right. Okay? Right, we just okay? did you a favor. That's for sure. You're welcome. <laughs> so, what is the name of the segment, Tiff? We're at... um. Who played it best? Who played it best? Spider-Man edition, part two. Without the Without Spider-Man. Without Spider-Man. Exactly. <laughs> now with less Spider-Man. <laughs> so we'll go down a list. We got a nice robust list here, but I think we can get through it pretty quick because, you know, there's so many Spider-Man movies that's still yeah. in popular culture. You know, it, these movies are sharing, how should I say, generations. Generation X, Generation yeah. 
Y, Generation Z, Generation, <laughs> whatever. Montego doesn't know what the generations are. Millennials, Millennials baby boomers, uh, Gen Z, baby boomers, <laughs> and even even like shit, even like um, you know the 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 greatest generation, you know, because they're still around. They love this shit. So anyway, so so the first one up the bid tip, which is not a bid, yes. But let's talk sure. about Mary Jane Watson, and I was Mary very surprised Jane. that we only had. With you know, in the in cinematically, two actresses play Mary Jane Watson. I was like, "What? No, it got to be more than that." I had to go double check. So we got Kristen Dunst and Sam Raimi's Spider Man trilogy. She did three movies, and we got Zendaya, who has done three movies. Three movies would be in Mary Jane. Three, yeah, three movies. Three, so, three movies. so the three and three, different times. Ooh, who did it best? A rough one. Who did it? Rough best? one. Yeah. Okay. So, ooh, okay. I'm going to speak from my heart. Mm-hmm. And I love Zendaya. I think she's a fantastic actress. Mm-hmm. I love her portrayal of MJ. Yes. Um, she's a little bit more of a hard-ass yeah. version Until she of gets the soft. Mary Jane Watson. And even when she's soft, what? she's still a little hard. Even when she's soft, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's been in the comic book several iterations of Mary Jane where she's kind of back and forth between someone who would consider it a little bit more yeah. jaded. Jaded isn't the right word, but like a little bit more on the hard harder side and then like the softer Mary Jane. Um, but I will say that I'm going to say Kristen Dunst, not only cause I love Kristen Dunst, but because um, I think that she embodied that kind of like cute girl next door, uh, Mary Jane situation. And plus I think the iconic scene that everybody kind of thinks about when they think about Spider-Man, if they're not like, a, if they're not, if they're quote unquote outside of like the fandom yeah. is the upside down, kissing scene yeah okay so interesting that you break it down that way so let me break it down yes thank you (laughs) so i agree with everything you said honestly yeah um see so there's a couple things that's at at effect with these both these characters because we have spider-man involved i think that the kristen dunn sam remy's love story was more developed than Mm -hmm the Peter Parker because the Peter Parker, I mean the the Zendaya character, they were still in high school. So the love story was more puppyish, lovey. Sure. You know, because they were teenagers. But they started as teenagers and Kristen Dunst played a great teenager in that school. And <laughs> it they turned out being adults. So I, I'm actually I love Zendaya's don't get me wrong. So F y'all, I love Mary Jane as uh uh, Zendaya. I, I love it. But I do yeah. think I like the Kristen Dunst better only because the love story, Spider-Man, Sam Raimi was a love story. It starts out saying it's all about a girl. So yeah. it was all about the two of them. And the Zendaya thing was kind of thrown in, in the middle of this Avengers secret war, all this shit is happening. And it yeah. still ended up being a good it's love a story. Part. It's a good part. Yes. It's, a, it's well done in the movie, but it is definitely like a back burner situation. Exactly. Until like the fine. last, the second and the last movie, you know, which we had the Avengers movies, which contributed to the Spider-Man movies too. <laughs> you know, it's getting difficult up in here. But I'm just saying, so I agree with you. Gwen Stacy, played by... Gwen Stacy. Bryce Dallas Howard, who was fine as oh, hell in Spider-Man 3. Um, Emma Stone who was an amazing Gwen Stacy. And then we had <laughs> Haley Stansfield as Spider-Gwen. So yeah. what are you thinking? Um, 
Ooh, that's very difficult because I will say um, that uh, I have not seen the Spider-Man with Emma Stone. None of them? No, and we've talked about this on the, on the podcast before. Oh, shit. Uh, I haven't seen the Andrew Garfield what Spider-Man movies. <laughs> I know. Is that not weird? Um, so I think I would have to say. So did you get the humor and, and the gravitas of Andrew Garfield yeah. in that movie? Okay. Because I, I know that he was, it was kind of a problem. Like, and I'd, I've seen scenes from it. He did a great like, job. He really did. I, I like Andrew Garfield. He did so a great job. It was just, they, they just, they stopped Spider-Man. And then just yeah. started this. So it was a thing for the fans, you know. But go ahead. Go ahead. Let me not interrupt. So I can, you know, I, I will probably watch them because you said, you had mentioned and we had talked about the first one was good. We were talking about which which Spider-Man was our Spider-Man. And we both yeah. said Tom Holland. Um, I would say that Andrew Garfield, you said he was kind of emo, right? Yes, it was perfect for the time. Oh, I love it. Love it. it was perfect for so, the time. So, like, I don't know why I should be watching it. But for my answer for which is the best Gwen Stacy, I'm going to have to say um, Haley Steinfeld. Okay. Just because of how much I've loved uh, those movies. Spider-Gwen is great, man. So, yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard was sexy. I just, She's, I would just love Bryce She Dallas was definitely Howard. the sexiest Gwen Stacy. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. No questions. Woo! No questions. She was, woo! She was fun. Um... Emma Stone basically did the same thing as Mary Jane developing a relationship and a death. That's why I think that even I haven't watched, I haven't watched those, but I, and because I hadn't watched them, I thought she was Mary Jane. Yeah. Emma Stone gets it for me. I love the Haley Stansfield and Spider-Gwen too. I love the character, but Emma Stone just brought it home. I mean, and, and yeah. then the, the chemistry was real. They started dating right in, you know, in the middle of this. Uh, yeah. This they first couldn't movie. help themselves. Yeah. So yeah, definitely Emma Stone. So it says, so what we got here is actually we got three Green Goblins. We got James Franco. We got <laughs> yeah. Yo Boy, Dane DeHaan. And we have oh, William Defoe <laughs> playing uh, Norman Osborn, Harry Osborn, Harry Osborn, but all Green Goblins. Who who your person with? I mean, um, okay. I have to say James Franco because I haven't. Really? Well, well, actually, I changed my mind because I prefer Willem Dafoe. You goddamn right. <laughs> uh, I, just for, I just forgot that he took over, like James Franco took over from Willem Dafoe, so I forgot. But I really want to say Dane DeHaan, but I haven't seen those. We fucking love Dane DeHaan. <laughs> it was horrible. Spider-Man 2 was absolutely horrible. And he was, it was horrible. Uh, Willem Dafoe was perfect in the first Spider-Man Yeah, he's so movie. menacing and also just kind of a... He plays, I feel like, a good because um, there's something goofy about the great psychopath novel. with humor. Yeah, and then if you forgot about his excellent Spider-Man performance from the Sam Raimi movies in the last Spider-Man movie, he was mesmerizing he with the shit he was doing. Oh my god! <laughs> so yes, without without a doubt, uh, the Defoe. <laughs> so, <laughs> now who's making things sound pornographic? So. Uncle Ben, it's only been two of them on the screen. Uncle Cliff ben. Robinson from Sam Raimi's movie, who was, you know, hey, Peter, Peter, Peter. Uh, and then we had Martin Sheen. Who, uh, Martin Sheen. He was in Spider-Man 1 and 2. And you ain't I guess those. I better fucking watch those because I'm just getting real yeah. torn yeah, up over yeah, here yeah, about yeah. these things I'm missing. Martin Sheen um, was Uncle Ben. 
I will say that when I was, so I'm gonna say Cliff Robertson just because I haven't seen. Yeah, and he was great. Time. But I'm not. He was. But great. He was. He was. Great. I got tore up. Yeah. When Shit. he was eight, dying, and then watching. Did you the not want man, that man child? Did you not want to? F Peter up when he was like, "You're not my dad." When they were in that car and shit, he was like, "You little bitch, you ungrateful little <laughs> right, shit." Right, I was so pissed with him. <laughs> um, when he's got his little man man boy face and he's got the tears in his eyes and his little lips because he's got you know because his because Uncle Ben's dying and he has regrets. Yeah, uh, I was like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm definitely giving it to him for sure. But for me, it's definitely Martin Sheen. Um, he developed. Woo, they, woo, woo, woo. they both was able to develop the character more, but Mar Martin Sheen was just so much. I, he was just better. I, he was just better. Him and Sally Fields was just the perfect couple playing the perfect roles together in the first Amazing Spider-Man. And people shit on that movie. I love it. The first one. The second one was mm -hmm. shitty. And and by Mark Webb, who did like, oh, I was like, what the fuck? Kingsman dude and everything. I was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Aunt May, there's been three of them. Rosemary oh, Harris yeah. from the Sam Raimi, who mm -hmm. embodied the actual look the and feel of Aunt May. Yeah. Sally Fields, who I love her dirty bath water. I like I do. Sally I love Young Sally Fields, so no, it's hard. I love her in a but, mm -mm -mm. but, but. Um, And then we had Marissa Torme, who just blew the doors off the whole Fuck, Aunt I love May. Marissa Torme. All these ladies are excellent, man. Yeah, it's it, just a this hard is a hard one. one. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say Marissa Tomei because I've always loved Marissa Tomei. She still looks great. She still looks, looks good. I can't fucking believe oh, she looks when great. When she was like, at the end of the last movie. Oh, and I she know. Was you're like, like, ah. And you're like, oh, shit. She'll die. She'll die. She'll die. She'll die. <laughs> I was so, I was just, I was this through. Not, not on my watch. I know. I was through when she died. I will turn my, I will put my Spider-Man yeah, suit yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, I will come and I will save Marissa I was, Tomei. I was crushed. Um, <laughs> my favorite one, I actually, though, I, even though I love Marissa Tomei, was Sally Fields. I, see, the first woman crush I ever had in my life was Sally Fields and Smoking the Bandit. And <laughs> I would love Sally Fields' Dirty Bath Water ever since. They like me. They I love Sally Fields. But uh, yeah, she's just so, she just brings it no matter where yeah. she is. And she brought it so hard in those movies as being Peter's mother. And it's just sure. like, shit, Sally Fields. So who we got? <laughs> we don't have. I think we've gotten down to Flash Thompson's the only other one. And Flash I don't Thompson. Have enough. Joe Magliano was in the first movie. Yeah. And then. And the Amazing Spider-Man was Chris, I don't know how to pronounce his last Zilka? name. He, he was on a bunch of little TV shows and stuff. And mm -hmm. um, I recognize him. And then you had Tony Rivoli. Is that his name? Rivoli. I would pick him. I think he does a great job. Okay. I, I do too. It is a different take on Flash, but I think Joe Magliano really just brought it home. <laughs> You well, know. I think there's like the redemptive in the in the newer one. There's kind of a redemptive. Yeah, because you can only you can be so much of a dick, and so right. I'm I'm glad that Tony's you know his when he his rendition was like you can be a bully without being the football star and shit like that, yeah. you know. And he wasn't even a bully more so than he was just a dick, you know, which yeah, was yeah. great. He was just more like one of the smart kids, like like he goes to the same special school exactly. that. Peter exactly. does and he's smart but like also I like the fact that they frenemies isn't the word but yeah. you can definitely see them like when he becomes and helps them and stuff like that later you're like oh I can see that it's great shit I love this this was a lot of fun too
<laughs> I <laughs> dug this. Yeah, so everybody did. <laughs> that's that's all the actors that we can dig out that that yeah. played those roles multiple times. So we're gonna take our final break. It is time to talk a little Spider Verse when we get back. So hold on to your webs. All right, man, it's time for the main topic. Spider-Man, man. We're having a great time today, man, with you guys. <laughs> Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, man. Uh, 2023. PG. Uh, two hours and 20 minutes. Wow, this must have been yeah. rough for YouTube about. Animation. <laughs> <laughs> Action adventure. Miles Morales catapults <laughs> across the multiverse <laughs> when he encounters a team of Spider people charged with protecting its very existence when the heroes clash on how to handle the new threat. Miles must refine what it means to Jesus. be a hero. I know. It, it's a keep going. It's that over. was longer than the movie. It's over. I, guess I, was like, I was like, why is Montego struggling? I was like, because it's 75 yeah, paragraphs yeah, long. It's like, real, it is long. I've seen longer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, when? <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a long one. It could have just said, you know, back for it part two. It could have said Miles Morales travels across the Spider Verse. Period. That's what happens yeah, in the movie. In the second rendition of the Spider Man. Right, right, right. So I mean, like, <laughs> so we got a lot of people in this thing too. Who we do. We, just like last week, we had a lot of people in that last movie. Yeah. So who do we have uh, in this thing? Shmeek Moore. Yeah. Who who really wants to play? Uh, Miles Morales in a live action, and I'm like, I think he's, I think he could do it, dude. He's, he's old. He's, too, he's not, I'm not 15. Get out of here. But when I, if you looked him up, he looks young. He doesn't look that damn young. He doesn't. I don't know. Nah, not for black. No, nah, he look old. Like, get out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Haley Steinfeld, who I love, I love her dirty. Bad I do too. Water. I think she does. Ever a great since Bumblebee, job in this. she's my ever girl. since Bumblebee, and she was like in uh, the Jeremy Renner like uh, Arrow. Thing. Oh, you're right. He was yeah. like her daughter. Yeah, not she, his daughter. No, his protege. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Jeff Morales, the dad, who I want him to be my dad. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I'd love him to be my dad. Luna Lauren Velez. Yeah, indeed, with her sexy ass. <laughs> Jack Johnson. Jake Johnson, I'm sorry. Sorry, yep. Jack Johnson. Jake Johnson. Yep. Jason, Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Issa Rae. Issa Rae. I love Issa Rae. I do too. Um, and, I, and I could, I, I identified her right away. I was like, oh, I didn't. Know I didn't. Uh, uh, Karan Sony. I don't know. Shay Wiggum. Oh yeah, 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 that's that's Muhander from 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 which from from Deadpool. I, <laughs> I knew what I mean. That fucking. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. My boy. Mar I love him. Marishala Ali Yo. and Oscar Isaac. I mean, we rounded at the end. I mean, this is a heavy hitting Oscar Isaac. I mean, they had. Woo, look, woo. don't. And let's go a little deeper. Jack Quaid was in this. Holy shit. I'm like, even the, <laughs> even like the, the tiny characters with somebody big, right? It's like, wow. But awesome. Good. Good job. Good job. So before job. we go any further, it is time. Whoa, 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 whoa. shit Diffelbot. one word what my one word for this movie is summer and the reason i say summer is because i enjoyed this movie and it it felt like 
a good summer movie. Like I felt like this was my first time this year, even though we've just barely gotten into summer mm-hmm. where I was like, ah, this is the one. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it was a nice summer, good feeling. Yeah. My one word is indeed. <laughs> oh, well, looky here. Look who's back. It was, it was <laughs> see, there you go. You get it. That's how I yeah. felt. I felt like indeed. Yes. This, the franchise is back. I'm so happy they didn't make Miles 37 years old and stuff like that. You know, cartoons don't have to grow old. You find yeah. that sweet spot where the character that you can do a billion teenage stories. Why why rush it? You know, a lot of times we'll like make characters grow up. No. Um, I felt back at home and it's indeed. I'm yes. <laughs> Nothing but positivity. So before we go for those hit those spoilers, so we don't um, jack up something. So if yeah, look, look, get out of here if you if you haven't seen this movie because we're about to spoil the shit out of it from from day one. Okay, so <laughs> starts with Spider Gwen. Yeah, and I thought this was great. I, I'm glad they did something different. So it starts yeah. with Spider Gwen. She's tormented. She's lonely, playing those drums. And you know that's the whole thing. She's she's tormented. Um, I like in this universe that her emotions are reflected amongst everything in the background. If you notice that when she's sad, it turns blue when she's, you know, warm. I was like, wow. And that's one of the things about this, this movie, when it was a little different from the first movie, it was pretty much all miles. But in this movie, each universe reflected heavily of what the character that was trying to give you the story about, you know, their yeah. their cadence and their feelings. So how did you feel about that, Tiffa? Were, were you on board with that? Did it, did it resonate with you at all or what? I think that what this movie does, these movies, now that we have two of them have done well, is ha- having this really nice intersection where um, informative, um, exp- expository de- delivery yeah, is, done in, is done in a really fun way. Look at you, shit, you... Yeah. Something all up, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so like while I was watching it, there was a part like you don't even kind of realize that they're doing like a hand hey, catching you up or I'm telling you this part that you need to know so that we can move on to the other part of the exactly. story. Exactly. It just feels really natural, which is really well done. Um plus like sh- they do the they're integrating your her present and her past with obviously the playing of the music over what she's done and what she's experienced and why she is feeling the way she is in our current time. Um so I thought and plus, I really like her. I don't know if it's... I do, the... too. When she hugged her dad in that one scene, like, yeah. really fast, I was like... Yeah. This is going to be one of these movies. There you <laughs> <is>. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. This goddamn cartoon about to make me, like, like start tearing up, you know? I was like, yeah. it was so good. It was heavy from the beginning, you know? And then yeah. they switched to the Miles universe, and, like, the levity lifts immediately, you know? Yeah, he's having, like, even though, well... We're starting to see the more pressurized Peter, which before we no, move on. No, not Peter. Not Peter. Sorry, Miles. Miles, right. Uh, like I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so also before she gets invited to that spider. Oh, what was some shit? Uh, the spider. It was some shit, yeah, right? Yeah, because she saw the paper uh, vulture, which was really fucking cool. The one thing about this movie that Very they do interesting. is they mix all these animated styles. Um, and so this one looked like it was done in paper. Very, like, uh, very I, interesting. Uh, tip. Yeah, I was, I was, at first I was like, don't do this, and then I was like, this is actually kind of. <laughs> yeah, interesting. yeah, it made a lot of sense that if you are 
traveling through the multiverse and these, all these people are coming together. The great thing about the multiverse in all the ways that we've seen it in all the different media we've seen it in is that it's anything. That's why you see real life people and that's why you see the Lego one and that's yeah. why you see all these different worlds. But this is the part where her father is a cop. Yeah. And he is looking at for Spider-Man. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, Spider-Gwen. He's going <laughs> after so Spider-Gwen. Like because he thinks enemy. that she murdered Peter Parker. Yeah, and I know the background before because of comics, you know. Yeah. And so they show that. And I, I appreciated that, you know. Yeah. I really did appreciate that. I was like, you know, because you never really got into it. You know, in the last movie, it was just like, this happened to me. This happened to me. This happened to me. This is my Uncle Ben. This is my Uncle Ben. You know, it was my best friend. And to actually see how deep it was. And we didn't know that her father blamed her for the death of Peter Parker, which makes right. sense, you know, for her to be the outlaw, you know, on the run. They're all on the run. Yeah. And so I thought it was good shit, Tiff. I was like, wow. I did too. So good. And then, you, but, and you know, this is just a epilogue, this whole part. And it was like, yeah, a, almost a fully developed story. I'm like, this is just epilogue. Yeah, I could watch the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So then we get to Peter. And he's the one. No, worst. Miles. That's your fault. You did that shit. I you did do that, that too, and I really am sorry. <laughs> you did that, Tim. So we, I poisoned you. But to be fair, there are Peter Parkers in this movie. It is. It, it just is. gets it's so confusing. We, we get to Miles, and he's like a, 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 a pretty good Spider-Man at this point. You know, he's like, yeah. he's doing the banter. There's this super villain that, like, and I remember this villain, you know, like the spot and shit. And you're like, uh, he literally who? was in the comics was like the the villain of the week. And when he called him the villain of the week and, and, and the dialogue between the two actors about being yeah. called the villain. I was like, this is somebody wrote their ass off on this shit. <laughs> really, I thought that was really, really good. And I want to commend this movie for you watch him have a fight with that, with the spot. Yeah. And the villain of the week thing situation where there are goofy villains of the week's episodes and comic so books many. that get. So many. Yeah. That like, and some of them are meant to be kind of goofy and funny and fun. Calendar and man. So... What? <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a guy in the Batman universe with condiment man. I mean, condiments. <gasps> yes. Like, so get it, it, it condiment gets bad. Man. It gets bad. <laughs> so just like the goofy ones and, and even so I, while i am watching this i'm thinking oh he's like a sweet and yes i thought the word sweet the villain, villain of the week yeah because he, he was kind of goofy and sweet and you kind of feel those are the ones you kind of feel bad for that you're like yeah oh you can kind of see why they're a, a Especially petty when criminal the bank, you're like look man i can't get no money I, you know. yeah and you're like you fucked my life up i get it and you're still not doing that bad of stuff you're just kind of trying to get the atm and fuck the banks but um exactly so, uh, but then to have this movie be able to take that same character yeah. and turn it into, tr like, I kind of felt there was some truly disturbing images of that villain. Yeah, it got, it got in this serious. movie. It went from adorable, you know, especially with the fight and he got his ass whooped and Spider-Man yeah. woke him up. And then, then he showed up at this school to go to Princeton, right? With his parents who were waiting for him. And... Which, by the way, I love the actress that was playing the the administrator that was like, mm -hmm. your boy is lying to you about everything. You know, I was like, oh, shit, that's so <laughs> from an informed person standing outside. You know, his parents have been letting him slide with all yeah. this bullshit. And I was like, that's that's cool as hell. So that happens. We move forward. And, uh, you know, 
Gwen shows up and he's been drawing Gwen. Are you ready? Oh, ready. How the fuck did that? Excuse me, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I hate, I hate dealing with the internet when you're trying to like do a show. But anyway, he shows up, you know, with what the hell was I talking about? So <laughs> Gwen shows up. Gwen shows up like I'm a friend, you know, let's hang out. And he has his book about her. And I'm like, this is a nice love story, right? Right? Yeah. And in the comics, they that they fall in love in the comics. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that's supposed to happen. And she she shows up and they spinning around and having a good time, but she's doing other shit. And it's like, what's going on? Because then, like, you know, when Jessica Drew shows up, well, I don't know if her name is Jessica Drew, because Jessica Drew in the comics is white. And this was a different Jess Jessica Drew played by Issa Rae. Oh, I'm assuming they just Jessica, same person. Jessica Drew. And yeah. and she was pregnant for a time in the comics and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And uh, when she shows up, you know, she's like, you know, they're all like, yeah, you can't invite him. That's your boy. But then she is, ends up being a part of it. So, you know, something is being hidden. And yeah. I thought, I was like, wow, somebody is writing their ass off. And, you know, they're hanging out and she's doing this other thing, putting these surveillance devices and things like that. And Miles is the biggest dummy in the world because he has so much going on and you know, I don't know, Tip, at the end of the first movie, you know, you figure he got it figured out. But he's still, he was like 14 years old. Now he's 15, you know, trying yeah. to be this hero. And it's just not working. And his relationship with his parents as Miles sucks because he has this big tree in a way of their, you know, yeah. honesty. But I love, and I don't, tell me how you felt about the dad and the Spider-Man's relationship. Oh yeah, that was so cute. Uh, I There's a lot of moments in this movie and I think that they do a really good job. It's animated, uh, but it, they have these emotions of like real people. I mean, cause they, I mean like it's not like one of the kind of animations where people look real. Jeff might it, be my favorite character. I just want to say that. Jeff I just, the daddy, I, I love so him so sweet. much. I love him so much. And I much. think like, Probably part of me is like coming from a not always healthy home life to see one that is clearly stable and cute and loving. Can you be my daddy? I want you to yeah, be my daddy. Yeah, you're just like, oh, this is <sighs> nice. Um, and not and like and they manage to do it in a way that makes you feel like it's realistic, um, rather than like you know sometimes you're watching like I don't know uh, the Partridge Family, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, or like... something like that, and you're like, this is all just fake, yeah, which is fine too, but. It no, doesn't feel real, but this felt really real. Miles' parents are real. And watching Jeff in the first movie and watching Jeff in the second movie, I'm literally like, this guy makes me want to be a better dad. I mean, seriously. Aww. You know, I'm no, I'm just I'm dead serious. He's just like yeah. because he's so genuine and so loving and just want his son not to go the wrong way, especially because of his brother, which they showed right. on, you know, during the party, which was iconic. You know, iconic. He he, like they got all these people. They having speeches. Miles not there, and I I was like, is Miles gonna make it there in the in the, in the nick of time? And he doesn't. You know, and typical Peter Parker stuff, right? Because yeah. of all the shit going on, it never makes it because he's fighting the Spot, who's trying to you know <laughs> get better and better, and fooling around with Gwen, who's actually there to see the Spot, and uh, you know, so he doesn't make the party, and then it's like blowout. And one of the most endearing things I saw in this whole thing was when a DJ was trying to turn up the, the bar. Yeah, I thought that was really cute. There's a lot of like really cute small details in this movie. Yes. Which, um, by the way, there is a everything everywhere all at once. 
Was Easter it? egg in this movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's like a bagel billboard and it's called, it says something like always, anywhere, all the time. Oh, something like that on Look, it. You would have to watch. I mean, you're gonna have to wait for this movie to come in a video to see all the Easter eggs and shit. And all yeah. The there's spiders. tons of stuff. Yeah. It was. And I thought that that was really adorable. And, um, uh, just like, okay, there's something that we're going to touch on later that happens in this movie that I was really Im- impressed by, um, as just from a narrative point of view. Uh-huh. Uh, but so what happens is they all go, they all end up back at the kind of spider hub. Yeah. Like whatever yeah. you would call in that. The I don't know what it's called in the movie. Yeah. And can I say something? Yeah. After the, after the next movie, can we just, in every genre, just put the multiverse down. I'm tired of saying that. I, I'm sick of the multiverse shit. I'm sick. I'm sick of it. We're gonna let's go. I did enjoy seeing all of the spider people that you could see. I that was fun. Kind of did too. Yeah. But I was looking for the uh, well. They showed Tobey Maguire in a, like a, but it wasn't like like on a like this is how the multiverse works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like an actual acting thing, you know. So that was yeah. interesting. And they showed like the the Spider Man from the Sony video game, like you know. yeah, yeah. They did like a lot of different ones, yeah. which, you know. Um. So here we learn that uh, they are okay. So here's what I wanted to talk about a little bit before we okay. get to that part. Okay. Um. We meet Spider Punk. Everybody, you know that was the Wayne's. You so we cover we extensively covered the Spider Verse on this show back in the day when Dwayne was on here, and Spider Punk was the Wayne's favorite, and I just did not connect with him. I was like, no, I mean he looks stupid, man, you know. But in this movie, too, holy shit, yeah. he got me. He's so cool. He got me. He got me. He got. Me. And I didn't and even he... know it was Daniel Kaluuya. I didn't know that until after I saw the movie. I will tell you something about this character, and we're going to skip ahead a little bit Go ahead. because Go ahead. you have to do it. Yeah, you yeah. have to do it at the it's, same time. It's our show. We can do it. So this character is super fucking cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about um, bomb. Was it Bombay? Mumbai. Mumbai. Where did they go? Oh, yeah, to see Koresh. They see yeah, Pavadi Parker. Amazing! I love. He is so funny, dude. I knew. I recognized his voice immediately. <laughs> I was like. So in, in Deadpool, his name was Mohinder, and I'm like, I'm like, that's Mohinder. I was like, oh shit, he's and and I love the the bango that he was like spinning around and hitting people with, and he saved uh, Gwen Stacy's dad in his universe, pretty much. Yeah, you know, and everything about it, just a tour of India. You know, I was just like, it's, it was just it's great. I thought that that that, that Spider Man was so engaging. I want to see more. He stole the screen he on an animated movie. He did. I was like, he's so fucking charming. He's like, when he hey, talked to his girlfriend. Chai, you say chai tea. Would you say you tea tea? Yeah, we was like talking about the chai. That was really funny. That was great. Everything he was just doing is so fantastic and so funny and so charming. We talked about his girlfriend and then his, and then he says, who is very sweet and nice. And then this is her dad and I do not know her or something yeah, like yeah. that. And it was so funny. Yeah, it was, it was a whole new thing. I want to see more of is when I yeah, saw it. I, I thought like, that was really, and he like uh, uses um, like a tool with his Spider-Man. The bangle. He has the bangle yeah. that comes, you know, and he's spinning it all around. And, that's and that really was cool. dope. I was like, man, it's, yeah. it's so, how should I say? It's so inclusive, you know, to throw in so much culture. And such a little bitty little thing, you know. I was it was like, just it's just dope. 
you know i thought that like all these different spider-men spider-men and spider-women okay. spider-people um they were they a lot of them don't those central ones do they kind of come back that you know yeah uh spider-punk etc etc um because they start a lot of screen time but like even some of the ones that you spend very little time with and I think that some of those will be reintroduced in later movies. They kind of have like robust characteristics about them, which is really fun to see. But spy back to Spider Punk. Uh Spider Punk, you know, he's leading them through this whole tour of the building. Mm-hmm. And part of me was like, and then stuff starts to go, and then in my brain, yeah, I thought Spider Punk wouldn't hang out with people who were turning and more towards... he did not disappoint. And then he fucking <laughs> left. He left. I, just I was like, late. this movie is one step ahead of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about Miguel O'Hare, who plays Spider-Man tw- uh, 40, uh, 4429 or something like that. Um, Oscar Isaac's character. Um, so I used to watch the TV show. You know, the comic I, I, I bought. And... Miguel was always supposed to be some distant relative of Peter Parker. Okay. And, uh, you know, and, and part vampire and shit. And so it was so, he was always so interesting, but he was never Peter. He was never like the, that boy next door type of person. He was like, almost like, uh, somebody who's like taxed to do this job, you know? And so mm-hmm. my little brother, because it was made for his generation. And it's so funny because I talked to my little brother about this and he's like 34 and I'm like 50. And so like Transformers Beast Wars is his shit. So he's like, so like, <laughs> so excited about that movie coming exactly. out. Yeah. And this, this, this Spider-Man is his Spider-Man. It wasn't Peter Parker. It was this like, uh, Miguel O'Hare. And so he was, in my opinion, just, I can't believe he was like, running stuff in the Spider-Verse because he was so effed up as a person, clearly damaged, you know. But I think we're going to see that come around. Perhaps, right? Perhaps. Because he seems really, I mean, it more. It, it seemed more like an egomaniacal situation because he's, he thinks, like, there's several villains, and I'm not saying he's a villain, but like, yet, but like, who believe that what they are doing is the correct thing to do. Yeah. Like, regardless of what, of uh whatever he has that same thought where he thinks and in some ways like what they're doing but the thing about it is is that they are making events happen so that the canon which was i thought was very interesting and funny for them to use would remain intact otherwise the universe would be destroyed right that's the theory the most cleverest thing they did is answer a question i always had so spider 42 leaked into another universe and mm-hmm. bit Miles, who shouldn't have never been a Spider-Man. Hence, yes. only one Miles Morales in the, uh, the entire multiverse, you know. And I always wondered, I was like, well, how come it's not like 50 different Miles, you know, and all this stuff? Not so. And so that whole chase with all the spiders, you know, chasing. They turned all the Spider-Man into bubbling and it's, and that wouldn't be. Be, you know, Peter, yeah. that, that just wouldn't. But in this context, it is. And I just thought that was so interesting. And so I couldn't take my eyes off of it when I was watching. I was like, wow, this is I, really interesting. This is the up the, the spear on a train and all that stuff. I, yeah, was, I thought that was but, really the animation. For the, the animation of this movie is crazy, period. 
uh, even if you didn't put in all these other things, but yeah. like a lot of the things that they do are really uh, complex and interesting. Yeah. So that even though you're watching an animated movie, um, a lot of things are happening in the background. A lot of action is happening to yes. the scenery. So it's really, yes. it's, yeah. So it's like really interesting. And uh, kind of depends I on feel... who's talking is who, how they would change the scenery and stuff. Yeah. There was lots, there's lots of effects. There's it's, never it's got old layer. It never got yeah. old either. So you're just like, wow. Show me more because you guys are keeping me stimulated here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I'm yeah. already here. Yeah. Um, and so what Miles finds out is that his canon event, his uninterruptible event, um, is that his dad will die. Because he's captain. Because he's captain. So and so and so and so. But the way they resolve this is like. God damn. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> so he decides to go back. And it's slick. The whole the whole chase is slick for him going back to where he was. But I was completely surprised when he had the conversation with his mom. I don't know. Did you get it? When mom was like. No. Like, I, th- I just thought. Spider-Man. At first. What? You know. Yeah. I ahead. thought that she was just being. You know, whatever. So I was like, "Oh, that that I'm just confused." I'm like, "She's but then not I that realized, clueless, right?" And I didn't yeah. realize at all until he was tied up, and I was like, "Oh, fucking!" Hell. Oh, I didn't suspect. I didn't suspect we'd see Miles, which was probably foolish. But I knew that we were obviously. No, no, I'm saying when he was tied. Oh, up. Oh, that we were in 42. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, he in the wrong place," because Gwen was like outside the window. But what was? But she... at the other in the other. And what reality. was she listening to? The mom just putting his laundry up, you know. Because she know. was listening to them talking in the hallway. Yeah. So mom... the door is open, and so the, it's a that one kind of is a trick of, and I can't say camera because it's animated. Yeah. But like they make it look like she's just listening to his room, but she's actually listening to them talking in the hallway. And which makes sense, Mouse. Tell your parents this gulf between you. You guys are not. You gotta just tell them not be, just because you're so stressed trying to get it all done. Yeah. And you love your parents, and you guys' strength is a unit. You know, so I'm glad he decided to do it, but then it didn't work out. But and then he got fucked on it, yeah. And so then here's Uncle the- Aaron. God damn, him back. Marcella Ali <laughs> got him tied up like in the first movie, you know. Yeah. And, you know, when the Miles character came in, I was like, fuck. Who do they have a different actor playing the other Miles? Oh, they do? You no, know, it's not Shameik Moore. Absolutely not. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it? it's definitely another uh, actor. I looked up his, I looked him up. And it's not on this list that I'm looking at right now, but it's definitely a different actor. And so I was like, yeah, because he didn't sound anything like him. You know, he was like so. He's a villain. Shit, right? And yeah, Tiff, nothing blew me away more than when this goddamn movie ended. I didn't know it was a goddamn. I I I didn't know know it was to be continued. So I was like, I, I knew that it was getting close to like some kind of conclusion because I just. Had happened to see what time it was, but it started it ramping up, Tiff. It started ramping yeah, so, up. So I was like, "Is it over?" And then, it, like, so then as soon as they were sta- all standing on the roof, I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, we're gonna get it to be continued." That was just like the Fast and the Furious. I didn't know it was. I remember it was supposed to be two parts, but you know, I forgot about it. And then you it forget like, a little bit, yeah. But with with Spider Verse, I was like, "No, you know, it was." And also, on? like, they do end it. They do end. They wrap up that storyline but i feel like this is a if your intent is to have a to be continued like and decidedly going to have to go into another movie yeah i thought this was a nice cliffhanger no no excellent 
I just didn't know. Yeah. I wasn't ready. No, no, no. Yeah. I wasn't ready either. I wasn't yeah. not like I wasn't, you know, not like I wasn't emotionally ready, but I was like, oh, I thought there was more. Yeah, I, I'm like, wait a minute, this is ramping up. The, the way they ramping up, it's a whole another like hour or so. <laughs> the the way know? they're ramping up, Montego's butt will be in the seat tomorrow to wait for the next one to come out. Yeah, I don't know what it. Maybe 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 next summer to come out. Every day know. you'll wake up and go. Was it? Is it today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. I was impressed. You know, the bad guy comes back and he's like mm-hmm. all powerful and shit on top of Miguel being the bad guy, you know, chasing There's so Peter. many bad guys. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, excellent movie, I thought. You know, Yeah, this is good. And especially a, um, a worthy se- sequel for- Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's not always easy to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and not the same movie too, you know. So right. That was good. Um, so I enjoyed myself. I had a great time, you know, watching this movie and summer movies. I haven't heard a bad thing about, you know, about it. I think some people have gave it too much high praise, but I'm in, you guys did a great job and I'd watch another one. We love miles. And how about, um, what's his name? Uncle Aaron as, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy who was, who wanted, who actually started the, the campaign. Played Lando Calrissian. Um, that uh, he played the Prowler in the Spider-Man movies, but he he wasn't the Prowler. He, it was the same name. Jesus. Boy, oh boy, you're losing me, man. Oh, no, no, don't lose you. Um, you know, remember Lando Calrissian in uh, Han Solo? Yeah, yeah. Oh, are you talking about uh, yeah, say it, Donald say Glover? It. Donald Glover playing the Prowler in the live action. Oh, in the okay. I am so yeah. sorry. I should have picked up on that a lot sooner because I, when I saw him in there, I was like, that is really funny. Yeah, yeah. Not because, not just because I love him. Yeah, I do too. But like, yeah, he's been, he, I just love him so much. Yeah, they, these movies should have been made a decade ago because he literally sparked the whole Miles Morales live action thing, you know, and he was yeah. like, I don't think I I was like, yeah, he should have. 10 years ago. <laughs> now he's like, he's an old man now. Nobody wants to see you do that now. Um, so anyway, man, we came to do the damn thing. We got it done. Um, yes. I, that's a thumbs up for both of us on this movie. So that's a rarity Indeed. that happens on this. Indeed. So roll with that shit. So next week I talked Tiffin to doing uh, Transformers Beast Wars. And I'm mm-hmm. interested because it's supposed to kind of be a pseudo Bumblebee too. I love Bum- Bumblebee. I'm um, excited to see the gorilla. I'm not. I don't give I a shit about the beast. It wasn't my uh, thing. I want to see Optimus. And I know Bumble you said it's like your younger brother. Yeah, yeah, that's that's his shit. Like he, that, that was his thing. He used to like try to tell me how to like, you know, <laughs> analyze. And I was like, oh god, I don't. I, no, no, they're cars, dude. They're fucking cars. <laughs> you know. So, uh, well, that's it, Tiff. We came to do that. That's it. Um, I'm the host of Fancy Patrol. My name is Montego Bradley. We've been having a great time today, man. We had a good yeah. time, Tiff. Um, so until next week, man, with my co-host, Mr. Levi, say goodbye. Oh, no. It's been a pleasure as always. I ain't forgetting shit. I got, I'm rolling. <laughs> <laughs> and until next week, once again, we will be on, on Patrol. Patrol.